0: Hello, hello, and welcome Welcome to the the Cinevals. Cinevals. (laughs) We didn't even have time to find the the score (laughs) by James Horner to play on my phone. It's
1: almost like Greg doesn't want us to do a version where we play it on your phone for a couple of years in the podcast, and then every time he actually goes in, cuts all of that and plays
0: it in, quote, the good way. <sighs> uh, hi, uh, it's the Cinevals, I'm Allie, and I'm Camille, and we're very startled because we were doing a sound check, and, and sound, so we were doing a sound check. <laughs> then Greg was like, "All oh, right, rolling," and then he walked away. It's true. Ooh, we're <sighs> flustered.
1: What, yeah. a, what a wild bunch of energy to come into the podcast ha, today. Ha, ha, ooh, ha, ooh. Ha.
0: Ooh. Camille, how are yes. you? I'm quite well. How are you? I'm doing. A, I'm doing good. Great. I am. Um, uh, I mean, uh, I'm excited to open our cheese making kit.
1: Mm-hmm. We bought a cheese. We've made two making kits purchases mm-hmm. recently, and by recently, I mean in the last past 24 hours. We're gonna. Uh, okay, I'll leave a, a three second gap here for you, listener at home, to guess what those two
0: kits are. One of them's cheese. <laughs> ah, some of you guessed wine. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah. We're having a wine and cheese night mm-hmm. DIY style. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's that's like, oh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I've never made cheese before. No. It's, you know, we went to a cheese boutique by mm-hmm. our house. Shout
1: out Springbank. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Shout out Springbank Cheese Shop. Um, and we bought a mozzarella kit that yep. also does ricotta. We were told that's a good beginner kit. Yep.
0: And yep. it makes...
1: Like thirty pounds
0: of cheese. Yeah, who <laughs> baby, baby? Got a lot of cheese. Yeah, <laughs> but I think so. I think they recommended mozzarella for us because it is like you; know, it doesn't need to age. Like you can make it and eat it in the same day. Mm. I yeah, think. that
1: that makes sense. It's yeah, the least flavorful of the
0: cheese family. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's basically thick milk. Speaking of thick milk,
1: <laughs> um, there's a scene in the movie that we watched where there's some probably thick... It's very hot, and there's a weird yeah. scene where Val Kilmer's just drinking milk. Uh, that was a very a good... hot car in the desert. <laughs> good segue for... We're talking about Thunderheart. Yeah! This episode. We're
0: talking about Thunderheart. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, this is a movie... Um, Allie, here's a question... Before, uh, I mean, it's a little bit different because we have a Val Kilmer podcast now, Mm -hmm. but before the podcast and even um, maybe leading up to now while we're doing the podcast, did you have any, did you have knowledge of the movie Thunderheart? Was that something you knew about already? Absolutely not.
0: No, it was not in my sphere of knowledge Mm -hmm. at all.
1: Same. I'm exactly the same. The movie is from 1992 and I am curious, you can write us in at our email if you're like, oh, Big Thunderheart stand. Yeah,
0: who's this movie for? Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, I will say I got a I got a text from Brayden, uh, former guest, current love of Camille's life, that says, <laughs> "quote Oh shit, I used to love watching Thunderheart on TBS when I was a kid." Oh, so it was for Brayden, I guess so. And then he and then he uh, follows it up with, "That movie is super, totally fine." Yeah,
0: so which is actually a really good. One sentence review. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was super totally fine. So we <laughs> watched the trailer for it because we were like, "What the butts is Thunderheart about?" And we watched, uh, we watched the trailer and we we're like, "Ooh, this could go really badly." Yeah. Um, but it has such a high rating. Like it is, it is universally loved. Yeah. This, uh, so it actually, uh, we we came about
1: deciding on watching this. This was actually one of the films we weren't going to watch for the podcast um, as we wind down our Val Kilmer days here. Mm-hmm. But, um, so in real life, Val, the Val documentary is coming out on Amazon Prime, um, or maybe out by the time you listen to this. It's out on uh, August 6th, I
0: believe. Look which- forward to our five-part episode. Spectacular <laughs> on
1: that. Yes. <laughs> um, and... And uh someone had sent me the rating of it, and it's got like a 90% on fried tomatoes. We were like, oh fuck, like what are wait, what are his is that the best? And uh his his top rated movie is still true romance.
0: True romance. Boo
1: 93. Uh and then the the third, and then Val was second, and the third was Thunderheart yeah. at eighty-nine. Yeah.
0: It's wild. Yeah. And you know what? I I was I was pleasantly surprised by this movie, mm. especially after just watching fucking The Missing. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good comparison, actually.
0: Um, It felt like a much more thoughtful movie um, than I was expecting, especially for 1992. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Camille was looking up a bunch of fun facts, and the writer of this movie lived on this reservation for five years before writing the script. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're not familiar with
1: 1992's Thunderheart, the movie plot as given by RottenTomatoes.com is uh, when a series of murders stuns a small Native American reservation, the FBI sends in agent Ray Lavoie, Val Kilmer, to investigate. While Ray is relatively inexperienced, he is one-quarter Sioux, and the FBI hopes that that will make it easier for them to gather information from the locals while the reservation... I had to click the continue because it was <laughs> dot, dot, dots. Um, while the res- it's behind the scenes for everyone. While the reservation police officer, played by Graham Greene in an excellent supporting role. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, views the agent as an outsider. The tribal elder uh, believes him to be the reincarnated spirit of Thunderheart, a Native American hero, um, which doesn't come into the movie until basically the end. So yeah. it's a weird spoiler. It's a twist. <laughs> uh but yeah, Ali, like you were saying, with that set up and with the trailer, if you watch the trailer, you're like, oh, oh dear. Ooh. Um yeah, so maybe I mean you know, I'll say we probably both had low expectations yeah. going in. You're like, did. ooh, what ooh, what's gonna happen? Um Yeah, it did seem it did see there were quite a few thoughtful things and there were some like there were really powerful moments from some of the indigenous characters who had who for the most part oh, you know, there's spoilers alert here. Uh for um God the, So there's this wonderful, mostly um female character. Yeah. Um that I'll She's look up cool. the name of the actor. She's awesome, it's a fantastic performance. It's actually, I would say like a really well written there's some really well written characters in the movie. Yeah. Um who are great. Anyway, um, She's got. She's interesting. She's got goals, and she's not. It's seemingly she's not there to fall in love with him or be saved by him, which is great. Which is great. Um, she does get killed in the last act, very unceremoniously. Mm-hmm. Um, the character is very sad. Yeah, the character's name is Maggie Eaglebear, and she's played by uh, actress Sheila Tusi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it is very sad, but um, that's a great character. Uh, Graham Greene's character, also great. He's so cool. He's so fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, he's always flipping off Val Kilmer. as he They have a great relationship. To. I really like it. Yeah, me too. If it was like <laughs> 10 more movies, like Lethal Weapon style. Yeah. I'd be super down for that. I think it's quite good. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the, uh, so some other kind of, like, facts about the movie. Um, like I said, 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is based vaguely on true events, which we'll go into in a sec here. Um, it was directed by Michael Apted, or Apted? Apted. Uh, like, he opted for milk with his meal, but not opted, opted, <laughs> yes. um, who you'll recognize as the director of The Coal Miner's Daughter, Or more importantly, for those 2000 fans, uh, the J-Lo film Enough. When J-Lo has enough. Yeah. Uh, And it was written by a fellow. That movie is cool. Yeah. Uh, And it's written by a, a fellow named John Fusco, who seemingly only writes, like, Western movies. He's written all the spirit movies um like the horse and hidalgo All, how
0: many spirit movies S- are there there were i scrolled for a while so what? i think
1: it's got to be like including the tv series and like shorts and stuff oh like that oh
0: man i thought it was just spirit stallion of the Cimarron, and then spirit 2 son of spirit
1: <laughs> there may be there may be more it seems like a wild yeah we got to
0: let <laughs> we got to let catherine know yeah <laughs> Uh, Catherine's favorite movie for a very long time was Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron written by John Fusco yes it was (laughs) one of the only soundtracks that they had in their car for a long time (laughs)
1: that's very funny yeah Uh, oh and the movie is produced by Robert De Niro fun fact what who does not appear in the movie no
0: weird yeah Isn't what a bizarre odd? movie and it's written by known hat or the the soundtrack is written by known hack james Horner <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs>
1: oh and it also stars co-stars um as fbi shit heel number two um sam Shepard. yeah american playwright sam Shepard. yeah are those his real teeth in the movie Oh, I didn't notice them. Were they fucked
0: up? They were a little fucked up. Ooh, I'm going to look up Sam Shepard's teeth. Yeah. You can find them on Teethopedia.
1: <laughs> so you would said to me, the, <laughs> here's a question for the internet here.
0: Uh, you'd said to me the other day,
1: do you know about WikiFeet? Yeah. And I said, what? <laughs> and I thought you meant like the OnlyFans site you were
0: talking about. No, there's a Wikipedia. No, that's all.
1: That's all only, only feet. feet this is Wik- wiki insta feet i don't know and it's a there's a lot of foot stuff on the internet it's you guys. true and the main foot authority is wiki feet Yep. and it's like wikipedia but there's more ranking yeah oh, it's all feet ranked there's like featured yep. feet
0: mm-hmm. feet of the week mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i bet there's a i bet there's a version of that that's just teeth Oh, do you think that's
1: for dentists or that's the last thing dentists want to look at? It's probably
0: the last thing dentists want to look at Mm. because, you know, you get it all. You see it all day. Yeah. It's all you
1: see. Oh, I think those were his teeth. Mm. I'm looking at a photo of um, how to describe in an audio medium. (laughs) Kind of like a bunch of stairs that go to rooms that... Don't have anything in them.
0: Yeah, they're a little jangly. Yeah, jangly's good. Yeah, you but uh, but you know, I'm ha- I like I like it. I like uh, someone with a, a unique smile. Mm-hmm. We should s- we should be seeing more teeth diversity mm-hmm. on screen. It looks like he did get dentures later in his life,
1: but it might have just been because he was old. Uh got for it. like chewing purposes. Yeah, oh yeah, they're yep, yeah, character teeth. He's a character tooth actor. Yeah. <laughs> um so uh Thunderheart it was fine yeah it was fine <laughs> it's it's like pancakes from Denny's but the yeah. plain like the plain kind uh uh-huh. like there's syrup which is awesome uh-huh but it's not like maple syrup
0: no. Um.
1: It's no name syrup. Yeah. And it's uh, there's no whipped cream. No. Or like strawberry. There's nothing in the pancakes. Yeah. And but- like they gave
0: you a side of butter with it, but the butter was too cold. So when you went to spread it on your pancake, it just sort of tore it up a little bit.
1: Yeah. 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 And you maybe found at a couple spots. You're like, oh, I think I found a little powder pocket. Ugh. Yeah. But on the overall, you're like, well, I'm inside. I'm at Denny's those pancakes his pancakes they're free it's my birthday yeah there's no sprinkles but i'm not gonna complain about it i'm not a monster yeah Yeah, it's kind of like Thunderheart. yeah yeah i think val kilner's very good in it yeah he is you know it's you know in in all of the episodes we've covered um maybe it's just because it's lately but there's kind of a lot of movies where he's also not a leading man We've watched a lot of like Val yeah. Kilmer weird cameo yeah. character movies lately, so it was it was um, refreshing to see him in an actual
0: like totally. lead again. Yeah, it was really nice. He's like peak Kilmer. It's 1992. Mm-hmm. He's at the height of his power. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so handsome,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's doing a really good job.
1: Yeah, it's very it's a very earnest performance. Yeah. Um, And the movie is, you know, it seems to be a very well-made movie. Yes. You know, it doesn't go off the rails, like, technically speaking at any time. But that also means there's nothing, like, really risky happening Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, whoa, this is a mood or this style choice. I don't know. It does seem
0: like a movie that would be on in the afternoon on TBS. Totally. Absolutely. It is 100% a TBS movie. And it was great because we watched it on CTV. Yes. <laughs> there were commercial breaks in this movie. And yeah. they felt like very aligned with where, like, they it it was like the movie was planning for them. Yes.
1: Yes, 100%. Which I guess, you know, in a certain amount of, um, or a certain period of time, like, directors would have had that kind of thing in mind. That, like, yeah. well, when this airs on TV.
0: Yes. When this is on Dinner and a movie, mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. Dinner and a movie. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. It, I. I. Uh. So. Uh. We were looking up like, what's Val Kilmer's heritage? Is this how? What's this? What's the deal with this? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the character that he's playing is uh, a quarter. Uh, Sue and. Val Kilmer in a 2003 article, uh, says that he is that his father's grandmother mm. is uh, was Cherokee. Um, that uh, and so um, he talks about how his father grew up on a reservation and and like shared those stories with him growing up. So mm. and that which was very impactful um, on him. And um, and yeah, I don't know, it's like it's hard to quantify, because like oh, it's so complicated to be like, what is in what's enough to portray this on screen? And like as a mixed race person, I really don't like um uh having to divide a person's identity into like halves and quarters and mm-hmm. eights. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, it's Val Kilmer and he's very white mm-hmm. and benefits from a lot of privilege. So anyway, it's like, it's a nuanced, it's a nuanced thing, but I was, I was pleased to see that it wasn't like, uh, an Emma Stone in Aloha situation. Oh, right. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> that Emma Stone wishes we all forgot about that too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, that was recent. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And it's funny. You like as soon like within twenty minutes of the movie starting, when you mentioned like this is more thoughtful than I thought it would be. Yeah, um, that's true. And unfortunately, um, that's a true statement. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, things like a lot like that movie is pretty recent. And yeah. I mean, things like the Lone Ranger came out like oh, a man. handful of years ago, yeah. and things like that. And it's yeah. And I also find it's hard to sometimes to to. Quantify that kind of thing when you're like, oh, fuck, I'm just setting these up against all the horrendous examples Mm -hmm. or the best or like the um, not best case scenario. That's not what I intend to say. Um, Or the like just the void of like indigenous North American, well, indigenous anywhere uh, characters being represented anywhere in any movies. Yeah. Kind of thing. And you're like, oh, there's either a void of nothing to compare to or all of these horrible mean terrible hurtful things yeah they're just like, like no. trauma
0: stories yeah and this movie does fall into that a lot because mm-hmm. you know like it's it's on this reserve that is like their waters contaminated mm-hmm. and their Graham housing Graham character had gone to a residential school he yeah mentions. and they're, they're which, is, which is all like true like mm-hmm. authentic experiences um but, uh, but it, you know, you don't often see uh, people of color just living their lives that's not through a lens of like trauma.
1: yeah, like there's not a lot of capacity for joy, yeah in in the movie,
0: yeah, um, and I don't know until Val Kilmer brings it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's very much a white savior movie,
1: yeah. When it was also, when like the whole scenario is also a white um, de- devil, what's the opposite of a savior? Uh, uh demon. Uh, yeah. Story too. Like,
0: yes. Your fault. And fuck you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. The least you could do is clean up your own mess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will so I I have I haven't watched it, but I uh I was listening to a podcast that was talking about the show Rutherford Falls, which oh, is yeah. which has a lot of like Shits Creek uh crossover. Um and that's supposed to be uh really excellent um in indigenous North American people, uh, for, uh, representation. So go watch that. Yeah. That's yeah. so rad. Yeah. Cool. I think, uh, I think Michael gray eyes is in it. <gasps>
1: He's yeah. he's so handsome though. I know.
0: Remember when he came to our school? Yes. When <laughs> oh, he was doing a survey or
1: something that no yeah. one listened to? Because yeah. he's very
0: dreamy. <laughs> he's so dreamy. Um, so when Camille and I were at the University uh of Lethbridge, um uh th- they were doing like uh Alberta Education Board came
1: something. I think it was like national. Oh, I think okay, they were they were like from a national board.
0: Yeah, so they came to like interview all the students to be like, "Are you okay? Are they teaching you? Wouldn't you wouldn't you prefer to be in a conservatory?" Um, they were. <laughs> Would really- it be great if you weren't all idiots? <laughs> <laughs> and we said, "No, I I like it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm really enjoying Psychology 1000." Yeah.
1: <laughs> we they have sort of a,
0: looked at each other. <laughs> we have a handsome French professor. Yeah, we do doodles of him. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ali and I went to. In case you don't know, Ali and I went to a uh, liberal arts university yeah. uh, for a bachelor's degree. So part of that was most of our classes were in drama, and the other ones were um, like a fun
0: elective. Stew. Yeah, so you have yeah. to take. You have to, in order to graduate, you have to take four social sciences, four sciences, and four humanities sure which was which you know I just filled up with drama classes but Mm -hmm. but my argument my my argument for liberal arts universities is that it like it left I I left with like a pretty well-rounded education Mm -hmm. um so anyway that's that's my little (laughs) weird education tangent
1: yeah and like um Oh uh, yeah, what was it was like yeah, I would say so too. And like the, um, in terms of like being an artist or whatever, mm. Uh yeah, being a like a well-rounded like being a human. Sometimes I don't know. the Hot take. <laughs> sometimes aspects of being a human being make for better art making than being better at knowing art stuff only. Yeah. So I don't know. And then personally, I liked learning about astronomy, and I liked learning about like my English classes and stuff like that. Uh. Sure. You know, and you know, people always throw in your face like "jack of all trades, master of none," but that's not the whole quote. Yeah, and I had to look it up because I forgot it. <laughs> but it's "jack of all trades, master of none," though oftentimes better than master of one. Exactly. So you know, brings it home. It's not the. It's a little clumsy,
0: but yeah, you, know, you get the idea. If you could be a master of one thing, what mm-hmm. would it be? Comedy jokes
1: oh no um you, you already
0: are a master thank of you jokes. takedowns
1: <laughs> i would love to be able to just uh take like
0: really a good burn yes uh, when needed uh like like a british nobility aristocrat <laughs> a british aristocrat yes. you, you'd love to dress one down yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: a good dressing down. Um there's a character, this is a very nerdy side um plot and I just pushed my glasses <laughs> up. For anyone who's a fan of the Brandon Sanderson fantasy universe, um the Stormlight, the Stormlight Archive, uh there's a character in the first I've only read the first book so far. <laughs> there's supposed to be a thousand of them. Um but in the first book there's a character um whose position in in the royal court in one of the the realms um is wit and is ref- and that character is referred to as wit like as if that's their name um and it's their job to like roast people yeah and that they're like very awesome. clever and it's a combination of like gossip sick burns yes. and like clever political commentary
0: oh, that's so cool mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, big fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, to bring back to Thunderheart um, <laughs> or whatever we're talking about, um, Allie. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of like watching movies on TBS and dinner, yeah, uh, dinner with a movie kind of thing. Did you have a particular um, television station that you would watch like movies or afternoon movies on?
0: Ooh, I watched a lot of space. Oh, me too. I really liked Space, but that was very much like a late night Mm. movie thing for me, Um, and which sometimes didn't work out great for child Allison. Oh no! (laughs) Well, (laughs) I remember watching. I'm. It was on Space. And I thought it was about a superhero. I thought it was a superhero like space movie, but it was a it was the porn version of Flash Gordon. It was called Flesh Gordon, and I was much too young to to uh, to have that enter my brain space. Um, so. So late night space channel movies didn't always pan out for me. Mm. Um, but <laughs> but what, what okay what was channel forty was it? Oh, I think that was TBS. Yeah, it was TBS. Isn't that,
1: okay, that's something that like people <laughs> under a certain age are gonna be like, what's eight? What is channel and what is this number? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, said, no, it was channel forty. but It was also called TBS, and then later it was Peachtree TV.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, TV. And then Channel 39 was Disney and Channel 38 was Teletoon. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a big deal when I went to my dad's house because my mom only had up to Channel 22. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yep. I feel that. Yep. <laughs> but luckily, YTV was on Channel 20. So.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Any anyone under the age of twenty five? <laughs> this gonna be like, what the fuck are these people talking, talking about? about? <laughs> um, yeah,
1: great. I used to watch a lot of um movies on a channel. Yeah, Channel Six. Me? Yeah, which <laughs> <laughs> did that sound for Alberta Channel?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was just a channel. A channel.
1: Okay, cool. cool Maybe cool. it was
0: just a channel.
1: A channel. (laughs) I was calling it a channel. It's just a channel.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I used to watch a lot of movies on there and um, Mm -hmm. yeah, on TBS, of course. Yeah. Um, I feel like when I think of a TBS movie, I think of Twister. Yep. I think of Contact. Ooh. And I think of Waterworld. Yes. long sci-fi epics. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I used to watch a lot of movies on Space Channel, too, Mm -hmm. um, and like television shows. And they would always have like a cool on Victoria Day, which is a holiday in May in Canada. Um, It would always be a holiday Monday and they would have a different nerdy show that they would do (laughs) like a top 10 marathon of. So Buffy or Xena or something like that or Star Trek. So I was always really there for that. And then I feel like I had a similar experience of like, oh, I was watching, a don't know, like the Lost in Space, the 90s movie, Mm -hmm. you know, and then what my parents went to bed and then I was like, I'm going to keep watching whatever's happening here. And then, cause I feel like that's how I first got exposed to Elvira.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. might've
1: also been like, Oh, this is what a sexual awakening is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I see. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's like, even the like, color scheme of this movie makes me think (sighs) of a Sunday afternoon on the movie channel.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And yeah, and there's something so um, funny and nostalgic about, so the CTV app, I don't think they meant to do this, but they faded to actual, you know, current Mm -hmm. commercials literally like maybe three times. Yeah. Um, And it was just one commercial and then it would kind of come back, but then it would fade. The movie would like fade to black and then kind of come back after two seconds, and nothing would happen a bunch. So it was obviously like, oh, that's where a commercial was supposed to go, and like, I don't know, something fucked up. I didn't the... get advertisers for it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, totally. Nobody's <laughs> buying that hot Thunderheart space. Yeah, on the CTV app.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but it would. But seeing a movie like fade, like fade away, mm-hmm. is such. It was such a like responsive like. Oh, and now there's going to be a loud Cheerios commercial, yeah. Um, like in my body, which is such an interesting. I'm trying to think <laughs> of like the last time I watched television with like television with commercials and stuff, and oh. it's. I feel like it's only if I'm ever in a hotel
0: room. Well, I just get, got back from watching a bunch of TV with my dad in Kelowna. Oh, your dad watches like TV, TV. He watches TV. TV. Um, he PVRs a lot of stuff. Okay. Um. But he hasn't really... Like, he has a Netflix account. He hasn't really mastered it yet. Mm. Um. But, yeah, he will... Instead of watching commercials, he'll pause, like, live TV. Because you can do that now. Um, <laughs> and then he goes and has a smoke. And then he fast forwards all of the commercials.
1: Ah. So he doesn't have to
0: watch them. Gotcha. Because they're bad. Mm-hmm. Especially... So the the, like... The least controversial things that me and my dad can do is watch the Home and Garden <laughs> Network together. <laughs> so we watch a lot of home renovation shows, mm. and that and the the commercials for those are like, it's all Wayfair, it's all like get a home loan, <laughs> right? <laughs> buy, I mean, I guess that's an ad. It's, it's all ads, buy stuff. Um, but yeah, they're they're pretty obnoxious. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Somehow, mm-hmm. what was your hottest vowel moment?
1: Ooh, you know what? Right at the end when he was walking back to his car, yeah, and uh and Michael had said, Oh, look at his butt. Yeah. And uh, he gets, Ali, you notice this, he, Val Kilmery's character goes from wearing like a formal suit yep. to just getting more and more casual as the movie goes on with every single scene. And so in the end, he's wearing um, what we affectionately in the North call a Canadian tuxedo. He's
0: wearing double um, denim.
1: Double denim with like just a black, black t-shirt, t-shirt underneath. Yeah, and it looks... Great he on looks him. awesome. Yeah, he's got an excellent haircut in this yes. movie. It's yes. so good, totally timeless. Yep. Also, he probably looks good because like ninety suits, a look bad and b always like look cheap and they like they don't fit. Yeah. Um. And then this looked great, yeah. and his butt was like a little bit dusty.
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: He's been working hard. Yeah. Yeah. And he <laughs> says goodbye to
1: his new friend Graham Green and his yep. other new friend Grandpa, and Ooh. he gives Grandpa his watch, which Grandpa had earlier been like. I want Give me your watch. watch. And Val Kemmerer was like, no, I can't. It was like really important to me. My grandmother gave it to me. And then at the end he's like, yeah. And she would have, this is his inner monologue that I'm assuming. This is subtext. And he's like, yeah. And she would have wanted me to pass along to you.
0: Oh, I friend. think th- I thought that was a lie. I thought he was like, no, you can't have this watch. My dying grandmother <gasps> oh. gave it to me because it's like a Rolex.
1: Oh, I'm very gullible. Well,
0: I don't know. Maybe I'm very <laughs> cynical. <laughs> Gullible and cynical. <laughs> Together we are neutral.
1: neutral. We are neutral. We have no opinion.
0: Um, we are pH seven of people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What was your hottest fell moment? The the exact same moment. <laughs> exactly the same moment. Right. because it's it's definitively the most attractive he is in the movie. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty. He's pretty attractive the whole time. But, um, but yeah, he spends a lot of it in, in like 90s suits. And then, and then at some point he switches to like, he's wearing this like white short sleeved button down shirt with stripes on it. And he looks like he's gonna, um, like talk to you about religion. Um, (laughs) and it's not a good look for him Mm. in the movie, but I would say the top, like the tops and tails, are the most attractive for me because he's mm-hmm. like, ah, yes, this is a suit. I'm a cop. I'm mm-hmm. doing a job. And then at the end, he's like, I'm unemployed and I don't care. Yeah, the yeah, crossroads yeah. of my life first is so symbolic. Mm-hmm.
1: The and there's such.
0: A, oh, sorry. Go ahead. The movie ends with him at a T intersection, going onto a highway, and it's just like this big, beautiful crane shot. And he's like, I don't know which way I'm gonna go. Which
1: was an opportunity for Mm -hmm. a sick needle drop that they didn't take James Honor. Yeah. Honor.
0: You fucking hack. You You fucking hack. Yeah. Great. Jamil, Yeah. Where would you rate this movie? I got Greg. So (laughs) we're very professional, um, podcasters and, uh, we forgot to uh, take a look at our ranking system and see where we would put this. So I got Greg to text me um, our current rank. Ah. Our, our, our current um, uh, our current list On and the where ultimate and w- the yeah. ultimate ranking of Val Kilmer's movies. Yeah. and would shall I read them for you?
1: Uh, From top yes, to tail,
0: yes. I feel like lovely. I interrupted you. Did you have something to say? Oh no, I just
1: had a couple of um, historical tiddly boops. Ooh, tell your we close tiddly up here. Tell me your tiddly boobs. Um, so the two tiddly boops are the first is um, to to put the movie's um, plot in context. Mm-hmm. So the movie, though fictionalized. Um, Contains several references to the original incident at Wounded Knee, which is also referenced by the mm-hmm. grandpa character in the movie, um, which took place on the Pine Ridge Reservation in 1890. Um, for instance, the character, um, well, oh, there's a bunch of like characters. So there's a lot of character name references to kind of um, reference different mm. um, people as well as acts. So there's a, um, The character William Dawes shares a surname with um, Senator Henry Dawes of the Dawes Act notoriety. The Dawes Act in America um, was to assimilate um, indigenous people into white society. Um, And so there's a bunch of kind of small um, threads between that incident and... um, and the movie itself, and there's uh, an activist group in the movie which is technically fictional but is based mm. on a real activist group mm. in real life um, in the area and mm. things like that. Um, the character Maggie is based on activist anime Aquash, who was at one point the highest ranking woman in that activist society. Cool. Um, and she was also murdered. Fuck. Yeah. Um, and then the other um, his, historical or like... <laughs> Context, uh, fun, fun fact, fun in quotations. Um, interesting fact, I guess, um, is that uh, so the the kind of last act gentle twist because it's not like shock. It's kind of like a oh a revelation of like oh there's shittier things at work here. Mm-hmm. Is that um, the the whole like the the murder vow has been called in to investigate was to was all to do with um, it was a ruse. It was a ruse, and it was all to do with uranium mining. So yes. if they want to mine for uranium on uh on the reserve on the reservation um and they find evidence of this um in in like a certain area there Mm -hmm. and um and this had triggered my memory and i i i texted brayden so um brayden's brother one of brayden's brothers used to work as a geologist as a geologist for a company in alberta that did uranium mining and so the thing with Uranium is it's extremely rare, but it has been found in northern Alberta and Saskatchewan specifically. Mm -hmm. So um, and it was found like one or two times or something like that. So literally people have spent millions of dollars looking for uranium by like drilling down and looking for um, uh, traces of it. Yeah, Um, because if they find even a tiny bit, it'll be worth Billions and billions of dollars. So oh it's like God. super high risk, high reward. Um, and he said that most uranium geologists will get paid six figures six figures for their entire careers and literally never find any uranium.
0: Whoa. Yeah.
1: Deg, bro. Yeah. The secrets in other people's jobs I find very interesting. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. What?
0: Maybe... Uranium is not meant to be found Yeah maybe it's not there. Maybe we should, maybe just, we leave should just leave it where it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh.
1: um, yeah so those are my those are my historical context interesting fact
0: cool yes. And now the ranking please okay so coming in at number one we got Spartan we mm. got heat we got top secret. Batman Forever, Mm -hmm. Alexander. Those are our top five. Nice. I love all those movies. Yeah, they're all really good.
1: I totally, I'm 100% behind that ranking so far. That we have done. Yeah, (laughs) so far.
0: (laughs) Good job, us. Mm -hmm. Um, After that, we got Mind Hunters, Bad Mm -hmm. Lieutenant, Deja Vu, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Mm -hmm. At First Sight, and Pollock. Yeah, great. Yeah. In hindsight, I think I would put Kiss Kiss Bang Bang on top of Deja Vu. Mm. Because if you're like, and maybe even on top of Bad Lieutenant. Oh. Mm, Maybe not. I I do love Mm. Nick Cage in that movie. Yeah. But if you were like, (laughs) hey, what movie would you rather watch right now? I would rather watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang than Deja Vu.
1: Mm. Yeah. Apt. Very apt. Speaking of Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang and yeah. Shane Black movies, mm-hmm. um, I've recently been watching for the first time a number of Marvel movies. I've watched about <laughs> half of them. And the other half I haven't. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, one of one of the franchises that I'd I'd fallen flat on was um, Iron Man. So I recently mm-hmm. watched all of the Iron Man movies for the first time. Um, and the third one is a Shane Black movie uh, who directed Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. And I feel like... All y'all with Disney Plus can confirm this. Um, at the, the very first scene in the movie is a flashback to oh Tony Stark's at a party in uh, like the like a Y2K uh, New Year's Eve party kind of thing, and Guy Pierce shows up. Um, and he's got like these big '80s glasses and kind of like a stringy mullet, and he's got these big fake teeth, and he's doing this real like wah 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 yeah. nerd character that is lift that I think is lifted straight out of The Saint. hundred percent. It is a hundred percent one of like we could do a side by side comparison screenshot of one of Val of Val Kilmer's big nerd character. Yeah. From The Saint. Yeah. And I just feel like that's got to be a reference. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my hot take about Iron Man 3 and Shane yeah. Black movies. Yeah. They'd already worked together for
0: Kiss Kiss Bang Bang at that time. Yeah. End of conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after Pollock, there's a couple movies that are um, inaccessible because our weird bunk bed is in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we come in with Top Gun, The Island of Dr. Moreau, mm. The Ghost in the Darkness, The Doors, The Super, Red Planet, Hard Cash, something else, Ten Commandments, the musical. <laughs> and then way at the bottom, we've got Pooh Romance. Also, I'm looking at this and we didn't, we never ranked Prince of Egypt. I just, I just clocked that as well. That's really funny. Yeah. Um,
1: that's funny because, okay, so two things. Prince of Egypt, that's difficult because that's pretty high for me. Yes. Um, I think, could you read... Um, could you read numbers 6 through 10 again please Ellie?
0: No. Mind Hunters Bad Lieutenant, Deja Vu Kiss Kiss Bang Bang At First Sight and Pollock ooh it's like tied with Mind Hunters right now? I think I would put it on top of Mind Hunters mm. cause like we've watched Prince of Egypt <laughs> multiple times <laughs> over the last few years mm. I, yeah, I just, it's one of those movies that I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that. You know, it's clouding my judgment right now. but
1: I really want to watch
0: Mindhunters again. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> why don't we, why don't we put a pin in POE, mm. watch Mindhunters <laughs> again, mm-hmm. watch POE again. Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> obviously.
0: <laughs> and then, um, and then make our decision there. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Where would you put Thunderheart? Oh, where would I put Thunderheart? I think I would put it it would be above oh. Okay,
1: here's the thing that I'm struggling with. Maybe yeah. you're
0: struggling with the same
1: thing. Um it is a I think it is a better movie Oh, maybe I don't mean that. It's a better movie than Doctor Moreau because yeah. it is a movie.
0: Yeah, obviously.
1: Um but between the two, I would rather watch Dr. Moreau again because it's a fucking train wreck. <laughs> uh, it's not a super interesting train wreck, but it is like, whoa, this is dicey. Versus Thunderheart is too boring for me to
0: ever want to watch again. Yeah. And it's definitely like. It's definitely like I would I would watch Top Gun again. Yeah. For the for the soundtrack alone, yeah, I, I would agree. not. I would not watch Ghost in the Darkness again. Mm-mm. I would watch Island of Doctor Moreau again. Yeah, because it's just so fucking wild. Yeah. So are we putting Thunderheart in between <laughs> Island of Doctor Moreau? And The Ghost in the Darkness. That's right. I think that's the natural place it's falling. Okay, great. <laughs> so, our ranking from Top Gun downward is Top Gun, Island of Dr. Moreau, mm-hmm. Thunderheart, mm-hmm. Ghost in the Darkness, The Doors. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, one of his best performances. Yes, that's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Huh.
1: See, you know, you never know how the ranking is gonna. Yeah. We still have
0: the Saint to watch. Yes. Officially. Yeah. That's gonna be. We are gonna need a skyscraper for how high I'm gonna put that movie. Mm-hmm. It can't <laughs> even go on the list because no, it's it's beyond the list. It's the ultimate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is the alpha and the omega. It's true. <laughs> um. And you know, in like some movies may age differently like Mm -hmm. looking back Mm -hmm. i i might want to make some changes and camille might want to make some Mm -hmm. swipsy swapsies see Mm -hmm. how things go yeah but one thing is for sure true romance will stay at the bottom where it belongs (laughs) yes yeah yeah it's bad it's It's so so bad bad. (laughs) (laughs) The the only way to make that movie good is to cut out Everything other than Val Kilmer in it. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a three minute movie. And it'll be great. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We need a Greg Edit of True Romance. We do. Yeah. We do. <laughs> uh Allie. Um
1: Camille. what would you now we've we've ranked Thunderheart mm-hmm. now. Um, what would you is there a certain rating you would give it? Would you recommend
0: it to anyone? No. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what is it? What's it got going on? Mm -hmm. There's okay. I will say it brought up a lot of like important, um, topics. Mm -hmm. Uh, like you had mentioned, uh, like the, like there's that one, um, reservation in Ontario. That's had a boil water, uh, notice for 25 years. Um, so it brought up a lot of things, but it's not saying anything that could, that's not already been said now. Right, yeah, it's sort of like, hey,
1: this, yeah, but, and what?
0: Yeah, so maybe in 1992, it was like, wow, I, Mm. like, maybe it was really um, eye-opening there, and, you know, it was probably, like, it was, they had over, I was reading, they had over 250 um, indigenous, uh, like, actors involved, Mm. uh, or indigenous people, like, involved on the, on the shoot, a lot of them were playing extras, There was a lot of indigenous actors that got, you know, really good performances. So, like, that's all awesome. And I am very happy about that. Especially Mm -hmm. for a movie that's 30 years old. Mm -hmm. Because that's hard to find now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't, I don't know. I don't, I I don't think it's doing, I don't think it's going to do anything for anyone. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, you know, if it was in theaters right now, I'd be like, "Yeah, go, go, uh, vote with your dollar about what you want to get made." Mm. But I don't think the CTV app is kind of yeah. <laughs> how many places can any get? Waves? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. I don't think anyone should go out of their way to watch this movie. Yeah,
1: Beans is a movie that. Uh, is coming out in theaters, I think? Question mark COVID theaters maybe not happening. Which is a Canadian, uh, a Canadian movie about um, the Oka crisis in Ontario, um, in the seven, nine. Oh my history Running. Out. Um it may be in theaters. I feel like it's one of those things that like, oh, this was an independent Canadian movie and then COVID happened. So yeah. now like I feel like I, I saw an interview with like so it's about like the main character is like this girl who's nicknamed Beans and she's like eight in the movie, but she's like forty two now because it's been like such a long time the interview <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, I loved making the movie. I'm going to college now. Um I was a fetus when this was made. Um <laughs> It's it's said in nineteen ninety, it's about two uh Mohawk communities um, entering into uh standoff with like Canadian government forces in order to protect. I think it was a it was a traditional burial ground that they wanted to build a golf course on. The oh, fuck. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was um it was famous in the Canadian news because the media took a mm-hmm pro government stance. I'm like, What? Why won't they let us build the thing? Um, why won't they let us golf? Yeah. Why won't they they're being so mean to us. We just want to golf. Um, which is horrifying, we can um make fun of now, but is is you know, it was a real thing. But that's 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 like a that's a movie you can see instead of Thunderheart that is current and yeah. exists in theaters or on like Apple Plus or something yeah. like that. So Go buy that. Seems cool. And watch yeah. Rutherford Falls. Yeah. And then look at a photo of uh, Val Kilmer's butt. Yeah. And face. And then you get everything. And then Mm. wait for the Greg edit of that three-minute true (laughs) romance. That's
0: all you need. That's the whole package. Yes. Yes. And you don't even see his face, just his sexy,
1: sexy collarbones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they're good. Yeah. I would, um, I totally agree with you, everything you said. Um, My ranking for it is I would give it like, I don't know, two and a half dogs eating warm milk out of a carton yeah. in Val Kilmer's truck out of five yeah. dogs sitting in that truck. He it gets is, a dog during the movie.
0: It is a 50% movie to mm-hmm. me. It is yeah. uh, It is a pH neutral. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is perfect
1: on our new podcast. Uh, Cymbeline and order. What did Onyx and what, what was that <laughs> the words? What are you saying? I don't know. Are these Pokemon. I have a lot of brain fog right now. I don't know what.
0: What were the? Was the joke we had earlier? Greg, cut all this out. Yeah. (laughs) Cut around everything that Camille's joke said. (laughs) Sorry, what were we? What do you? What? What we? Oh, it's not worth it now. It's the a of
1: diminishing returns. Earlier in the podcast, we had talked about like. You're, oh, you're cynical and oh. I'm gullible. That's the words. Those are real words that mean things yes. and not whatever the fuck I said. I think I heard Cymbeline and Onyx. Great. <laughs> Cymbeline, okay, Onyx is a Pokemon and yes. Cymbeline is a song by the Smashing Pumpkins. So,
0: yeah, that describes our personalities very well. Yeah. But who's who? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Bye. Bye. Bye.